Oh, do you want to do a, do you want to do the clapper? Just put your mic down and do a clap. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Do one big clap. Good. That's how we sync audio. Oh, everybody to another episode of should we get married with kylie and kyle that's me that's me welcome back we are a podcast about relationships about our relationship about relationships in general posing the question should we get married should anyone get married exploring the vast cosmos of relationships and all the nitty-gritty daily doodads that come into play and we talk about it. Yeah. The nooks and crannies, I think, is what you're trying to say. Right. Yeah. So, um, real quick, first of all, you can help us out by uh, following us on social media, on the Insta. Uh, should we get married pod? SW, what is our Insta? What's yeah, it? it's at... Mm, that's a good question. Really? Oh. <laughs> Anyways, follow us on social media. Uh, visit our website. Send us a thing. Give us a review. All that stuff. Oh, yeah. SWGM pod. Thanks. Nice. Also, <laughs> debuting our first video podcast, we are on YouTube doing this video style. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube. It would be a big help. Would love to see you there. Hang out. Have us on on your on your daily work at home sketch. You can see what our faces look like when we are saying words and <laughs> yeah. how awkward it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing my, uh, what does my shirt say? It says, true fear comes from within. It's very uh, holiday. And you're wearing it backwards. No, no, no. This is front with the tags oh. in the back. Oh, it looks silly. <laughs> you mean it looks awesome? <laughs> yeah. I got this in Universal Studios. Yeah, I know. I was there with... Me. You. <laughs> that was one of the best times of my life. <laughs> If you can believe it. This was the Hollywood version, though. Oh, that was less one of my best times in my life, but it's also very fun. But I think about going to Orlando, which was almost exactly one year ago. I think about it almost every day. Yeah. You bring it up a lot, too, which I love. I <laughs> want to go back. Me, too. I have no shame about that, too. I love it there. I can't think of a time where we were in a better mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For it, five days straight. It was so fun. Do you do you notice the height difference that we're at? Oh, definitely. You're, I'm sitting way taller than you. You're lording over the top of me right now. Yeah. You got the comfy chair. This chair is very comfortable. Way more comfortable than those dining room table chairs. Yeah. But those dining room table chairs, they look good. Yeah, they do. Well, that looks good, too. Yeah. I'm in a pink chair. Kylie's in a blue chair. If you're watching the video... You can see the chairs. So come on over. 
to you. Come, come on down to YouTube. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so anyways, we got a lot to perfect. talk about. Yeah, we do. I mean, first of all. Are we going to acknowledge it? Are we going to say the elephant in the room, which is, oh, God damn it. I meant to look up the exact number of days, but it's been a long time since our last podcast. Yeah, a long so, time. Um, a long time. Months, a year. Uh, Two less years. than that, because it was like early COVID. Because our last, been. our last um, episode was repairing relationships during COVID during we, a pandemic. We've gone through. Oh yeah, which right. we proceeded to do for months. Yeah, so we did that together. podcast, and then we ghosted. We're good about ghosting. We were just practicing those tools, you know, being isolated in the same house together for months and months and months and months, and working at home until we couldn't. You know, stand that having our own space for that long of amount of time, and then, um, you know, went full extreme with it, and just decided to sell the old house. Yeah, we sold our house and we're, bought this one. We're so in a new house. Not, not only high, we're fi- in a, high five me. We're in a new house. Not only are we, uh, am I feeling really rusty about just podcasting in general, yeah. but we're also in a new location, so it feels. It's not like our usual setup. It's weird. Oh, and we're on camera, which, um, we've and already, so is Salem. We've already acknowledged that. I'm just, you know, saying. Talking through it. I appreciate that. Also, I, res- I can respect that. Also, if you watch the video, you can see Salem, and there's no longer any tippy-tappies because there's carpet. And he's cute. Yeah, Salem's adorbs. And old. Here's the deal about Salem, though, is he's going straight to the pound after this podcast. He's going straight back to the pound. He does do tippy tappies though, because we do have some hardwoods on in the kitchen location. Yeah. But uh, other than that, a lot of carpet, which is great for him, because in the old house, um, no carpet. Can we, I want to talk about um, the pandy <laughs> or the the demic? Oh, okay. <laughs> or whatever. The Rona. The pan. The Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. It's Remember the when Rona was like the new meme to say? Yeah. Seven months ago? I want to call it the Peter Pan, the Peter Pandemic. Okay. What do you think about that? Well, Peter Pan is an uplifting, yeah. inspirational story. So we and the tie, pandemic is not. We tie on Peter Pan into it. We tie Peter Pan into it. And mm. then now it's positive. It's a whimsical, adventurous storyline about yeah. um, growing up. But never, wait, g- uh, g- getting older but never growing up? Yeah. Also flying. Uh-huh. Also pirates. Hook. Hook. That guy's a badass, but also kind of a giant pussy when it comes down to it, right? Yeah, you kind of nailed it. That's it, exactly what Hang it on a second. Hook is a great movie. We should watch that. Hook is a great movie. Yeah. So, okay, so we're doing... We're doing 30... Christmas movies in 30 days. Yeah. And we're in, we're, this is the 12th day. 12th day. Well, what should we watch tonight? I don't know. Like okay. we wing it every time. Yeah. We just go down a list and say no to about 20 movies and then eventually just say, fuck it, throw one on. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is we're going to end up watching movies like uh, While You Were Sleeping, which like Christmas kind of happens. Or like. We've already watched that one. Super chick just like some chick flicks and then totally miss out on things like original important miracle on 34th street type movies no we're gonna watch those oh 
the question is, is do we watch the black and white 1930s Miracle on 34th or do we watch the 90s? 90s. You want to go 90s? I think so. And what's the other one that's been updated? Little Women? Yes, which the original I've watched, grew up watching a million times and love it. But we saw the new one last year, which was amazing. And I want to watch them both. I just don't know if we have the time. Yeah. And we're, we're, um, uh, we're, uh, posting stories on our Instagram. Yeah. About this. If you give a shit, if you want to follow along, it's good stuff. It's like, you know what I'm really into this year is Christmas. Yeah. And I'm not into Christmas every year. Like last year I was, fuck Christmas. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Why do you think that was? Well, a good friend of mine just died. Good friend of ours. <sighs> That's early, true. Early December. Yeah. Also, um, full transparency, I, I was pretty depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like just my job had gotten a little too easy at the time, I guess. I wasn't challenging myself and I wasn't being challenged. And holy smokes, has that changed? <laughs> yeah. So much has changed. Uh, so much has changed personally, relationally, uh, culturally, worldly, since the last time we podcasted. How you doing? You getting comfortable in that chair? What's going on? I mean, you know me. I can never get comfortable, even if I'm in the most comfortable bed or whatever. I just can't ever you do. get situated. Some, sometimes, we've talked about this, you'll wake me up getting getting yourself situated in bed. I'm... Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean I didn't mean to cut you off though. So yes, you're being way more challenged this year in your job and many other areas. Yeah. What and was we I made talk- our, and we made ourselves real busy in yeah. other ways. What, uh, so okay. What was I talking about before that? I was going a uh, Christmas. Christmas time. You didn't have a good time yeah. last year. Well, it's so okay. So my parents divorced um just gonna go right into eighteen, that. nineteen years old. Yeah, I get into it. Yeah. I, you know, okay. putting things out, can we say this enough? Putting things out on Front Street, just talking about it. Yeah. You know, some feelings may or may not get hurt, you know. Great. <laughs> I'm, you know, Makes I don't, things interesting. I don't like, I'm not disparaging anything. It's just my life and I'm explaining what's going on. Okay, I don't need to over explain. No, you're doing great. Your parents got divorced around Christmas time? No, okay. they got divorced when I was 18 or 19. Which one? What's that? 18 or 19. <laughs> that I was kind of hoping you wouldn't question me. Okay. I trust you. Okay. It was in there somewhere. And uh, maybe 20, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, after that, Christmas was weird. So I grew up, I grew up, Christmases were hardcore. It was not in a good way. Like it, it was full tilt, all in Christmas. All the families, cousins aunts, uncles, everybody's together and everybody's there for Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas movies, Christmas music, Christmas cookies, dude, presents, huge trees. Dude, yes. Okay, that's how I grew up. Same. All right, and then all of a sudden, my family members, one by one, got divorced. Yeah. And then my my mom and dad were about the last ones on the list, mm. um, not by design. And so after that, um, and by the way, that's when I started to uh, get locked up. <laughs> into jail. Yeah. I I, th- I was getting into a lot of trouble. Sure. And I remember actually after my parents divorced, I was over at my mom's house. I had warrants out for my arrest. I was ducking the law, if you will, running. And um, 
I just knew I was going to jail and I was at a Christmas party. And I just thought about that the other day. And it was, it was like, it was gut wrenching to say the least. It, I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe those feelings. And a lot of them were all, in fact, every one of them, I put myself in that spot. So it was, it was, I didn't have anybody to blame for myself. And I knew I was facing the law after that. And anyways. Well, that's got to be such a specific feeling that the majority of us have never felt before. You knew deep down that you were about to lose your freedom. Yeah. And not, you don't know for how long. It's funny. I did. I did. I go full Christopher Walken right there. <laughs> it's funny. It's I can't do it. I'm a closet walk in <laughs> me. Okay, I stole that from Modern Family. But. Uh, <laughs> you're so much better at the walk-in. Can I try mine? Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. I can't do it. I can't do you can. accents. You can. If I work at it, I can do it. Yeah. Maybe. Anyways. Um. So okay. So gel. By the way, you don't quite know how sweet freedom is. And I lose touch of this all the time. I take it for granted all the time how amazing day-to-day life is. Just being able to go and get gas, put gas in your car, being able to walk into a grocery store and grab a bottle of water. Mm. Those simple things are all stripped away. Everything from seeing your family to just going to a movie to grabbing McDonald's. It's all gone when you're in jail. And it's you don't quite realize how precious those tiny little details are, just being able to look outside your bedroom window. You were telling me this the other day, and I can't remember why. Maybe it was a movie we watched. Mm. Um, yeah. And you were saying, oh, it's because we were driving through downtown Everett, and you pointed to the building and said, you, you you do that once in a while. He's like, there's the, you know, there's there are the windows yeah. with the bars on it. And I was, and you're like, I was right around in that area. And I would just look out the window and stare down into town because I could see into town. And I was imagining that. And I asked you, would you just literally just sit there for hours and stare at the window? And you were like, yeah, there's not much more to do. And you're pretty depressed. And you yearned so badly just to go for a walk. Yeah. Just yeah. to go for a walk. So you're locked down um, 22 hours a day. Ugh. I think, or maybe, yeah, 20, yep, 22. So it's basically like this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except you can go on walks. So anyways, um, Christmas. So hmm. 18, 19, 20, I start to get into a lot of trouble, legal trouble. And parents divorce. I start not really liking Christmas. In fact, I build up a bit of a resentment towards Christmas and all of its commercialization and and the whole, you know, there's if you want to look at the bullshit, it's all over the place for Christmas. By the way, I'm not Christian. So that's that was like a big thing for me, like why am I celebrating this holiday? You know, I don't even it's just it's like it's all Yeah, if you don't want to be into it, you can really find a a lot of reasons not yes. to be. Yeah, big time. You can you can poke way more holes in the Swiss cheese than there are already are. Or you can do what you do most years and what you're doing this year, which is lean the fuck into it and yeah. feel the joy. Well, so, okay, so I got sober. I still hated Christmas. And um, 
the fact that I wasn't Christian was a big deal. Like, mm. what's the point? And then I started to realize, oh, well, this is when the families gather. Same thing with Thanksgiving and all the things. And I just started to just enjoy them anyways. And now, but it depends. Like, it ebbs and flows. Like, last year, fuck Christmas. This year, all in on Christmas. And that's my personality. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) Well, I had a similar experience with growing Mm -hmm. up with Christmas. Okay, tell me about it. It was... The whole shebang, just like you were saying, it was, you know, really young. You'd make the trip down to grandma's and the whole family's there, aunts, the uncles, the cousins. There's food all day long. There's meals. There's presents. So much fun. Yeah. And then you people stop going to grandma's and then you have the big shebang at your own house, like with just your own family. And it was still so fun, even like when I went away to college. You're going home for Christmas. You're having sleepovers with your sister. It's a big shebang. It's so fun. You're just playing ga- board games. You're watching movies. You're cooking, baking, making cookies. Um, I loved that. And so my parents got divorced and I was, mm, I just was um, graduating college. So I was 21. And that was my biggest fear. Is you looked at me right there like you knew the age and I didn't. I saw a little judgment. What? Yeah, you were like, I was 21. (laughs) I was, I know what age I was. 21. Yeah. And, um. What month? Do you remember? July. Wow. Well, because I graduated college and they told me a week later. Graduated college? What's that like? That's got to feel really good. It felt fantastic. I just wish Mac's boyfriend wasn't there. He was so... Annoying. Oh, by the way, we were already broken up. Uh, I'm going to go on a tangent wow. right now. We went right into it. But hang on a second. We lived let's, together. Let's back up. Let's back up again. What's sweeter, the high school graduation or the college graduation? Because oh, I don't know what either of those feel <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, I would say college, but they're both different. High school is sweeter because you feel like you're going to go off and have this cool college experience and meet new people and move away and stuff. College is amazing because you know you're not going to have to go to school anymore if you don't want to. And I guess that's true for people for high school, but there wasn't really an option in my family. I just knew I was always going to college. Anyway, college is also a little scary because and you just have to go find a job and work. So... But that was really, I don't know, that was really exciting. It felt a lot more adult. Um, but uh, I was living with a boyfriend at the time. We Back reala- to this. We realized halfway through we didn't want to be together. Broke up. Mm-hmm. Neither of us would move out of the apartment. So rode that on through. And then graduation day, he like came to graduation. But I just wanted to like be with my friends and do the whole thing. And he was like starting a fight with me that day and stuff. So it was kind of a crappy day, honestly. And anyway, uh, we <laughs> hang later. On a sec- hang on a second. What's sweeter? Is, is it college? Yeah. Or high school? Uh, college. Okay, college. College, if you don't have a ex-boyfriend tailing your ass. All right. <laughs> tailing your ass. And then I moved out that same week, like a week later. And then. Still in it. Was hanging out at my parents' house when they 
told me they were getting divorced. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I lived there now, and my dad was moving out. Anyway, though... Let's get back to the Christmas uh, shebangs. Yes, my biggest fear was, oh, we'll never have these Christmases anymore, and if I ever have kids, they won't experience it either. Like, going to the grandparents' house and having the whole family together. So, that was really scary, and that really ruined it for me for a little bit for so for a couple years we were just kind of like going to my sister's or whoever's house or whatever and then um fast forward we broke up like two weeks before christmas that one time yeah we did that was pretty gnarly i hated that christmas the most actually that was my worst christmas that was your worst christmas ever yeah that one that was the one well we still met up after Christmas and exchanged gifts. Oh, we did. Exchanged um, more than gifts. Yeah, we exchanged much more than <laughs> gifts. But who won that Christmas exchange? Well, you probably did. I don't even remember probably? what I got you, but I remember you got me that orange J. Crew peacoat. J. Crew, what's going on with J. Crew? Are they going? To, they went. Out, they went bankrupt, but they're not out of business. Well, they started Madewell, and Madewell is way better, and they're super successful. So maybe they're kind of like riding okay. that coattail. Right, Madewell's kind of keeping them afloat. Sure, and now there's Madewell Men's. Yeah, so this is not sponsored. Right, so um, <laughs> so but back to the task at hand yeah. is the point of the moral of this whole thing is that I give way better Christmas gifts than. Anybody I know, really. Good you know, at it. I really resent that because I try really hard to get you awesome gifts. Yeah. And I do. You do. You definitely I do. I give you incredible gifts. Yeah. But sometimes you give even better ones. And so yeah. I don't know. You just have the spotlight. Uh. Also, yeah. <laughs> trailed <laughs> off there <laughs> well the, no you give great gifts i was thinking of what i got you this year i'm just being uh cocky for funny sakes but um i am good at it but you give amazing gifts super thoughtful gifts and i look forward to seeing what you uh bring to the table yeah. and also what you put into thought for other people as well it's mm. there's something about gift giving that Again, I used to hate. Then all of a sudden, one year, I decided, you know what? I'm going to get Christmas presents. And it wasn't too long ago. I think I was 30 when I like started to get the whole family, you know, little something, that kind of thing. When I went to a family thing, like ev- like not everybody, because like there's some, they can get really big, you know. But like the core gets gifts from me. Right. And that year really turned it around. Like it was little things like I would get um, little journals and like those three packs of field notes journals and I would give those away. Oh, nice. And that felt really good. Those are good gifts. Those those are great gifts. Yeah. And people love a journal and I love a journal and then I don't write in them. (laughs) Yeah. You have a lot of empty journals. I I stopped getting them for you. Yeah, that's good because they'll just pile up. And I want to keep them forever because I do journal. I just don't, I'm not um, consistent with it like everything yeah. else in life. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So this year we're all on Christmas. I'm loving it. I'm loving the stockings. This is our first 
house with a chim proper like fireplace chimney sitch mantle yeah and so okay so let's get back to the last podcast all right. Sounds good. So, I don't even remember what we said. So we buttoned that up. I'm talking about streaming or something. And Probably. You're, you're talking about art. Some, some art and food. Food? Um, food? <laughs> I talk about food? Yeah, yeah. You talk, don't you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, coffee. Um, I'm not streaming anymore, but we, so the pandemic got. It started to weigh really heavy. Like, it was kind of a snow day fun situation. I was so pumped in the beginning. When the, so pumped. The office shut down for two weeks. So I was like, oh, <laughs> And I was just like, cross my finger for two more weeks. Fast forward. Now it's like permanent work from home. Yeah. And it's um, kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. I don't like it. And I'm and I'm of the opinion, and it's a minority opinion. That everybody's going to get back to normal. I know there's going to be some things that change, but I've been working at home for years now, and I'd much rather have an office to go to, and I believe everybody else is going to feel that same way. I think Facebook, all Google, all the people who started stripping their uh, Zappos and all those, they started stripping their office space, they're going to buy them back. Mm. And they're going to move them back in. Maybe not full capacity because they'll, you know, pare down some um, some job positions and streamline and all that good stuff. But I think more than anything, everything's going to go back to normal. We don't completely agree on this because I do think it'll get back to normal. But being someone that works in an office and is a part of those conversations, I think... Uh, bosses, CEOs, whoever, you know, kind of run the situation are realizing that work still gets done when people are doing it from home, Yeah, which they must not have thought was possible before. Um, and, and then people working from home are realizing, oh, I don't have to drive myself insane anymore sitting in traffic five days in a row. So I think the ideal situation from everyone that I've heard is that you'll have the choice to do kind of a half and half situation. Yeah, hybrid. Yeah, work from home two or three days a week. Yeah. Um, and have your home office, uh, you know, ready to go and then go into the office when you can and want to. Yeah, it works for some people, but uh, most people don't have the luxury of having a home office. In fact, That's true. That's we right. didn't until we sold <laughs> we the house. We bought a house. Okay, so the pandemic and culturally the entire world um, m- most – like the tip of the spear was the United States started to shift and call out some bullshit and, um, you know, on top of a lot more bullshit. And then, and then there were some huge sweeping cultural shifts Mm -hmm. that were very interesting and very intense and they're still happening. And, and then the pandemic got heavier and heavier and everybody's questioning everything. And that's really, none of that has really changed. Um, I think some of the fires have, um, the emotional fires have kind of dimmed, you know, perhaps even gone down to just simmering coals. But uh, those things are still happening. And then the election was insane, and that's still insane. Everything's, like, turned up to 11. Like, whenever something happens, it's intense, and it's a beam of light 
right in your eyeballs and you have to squint to kind of figure it out and to see around it and to navigate it, figure out how you're going to navigate it yourself and how you're even going to talk about it. And on this podcast, I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to talk about much cultural stuff because it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't type of atmosphere. It's binary and that in and of itself isn't okay with me. I agree. Um, I, I check off all the boxes and I feel comfortable with who I am as a person when it comes to all of that stuff. And that is what it is. And that's my personal business. And what I do want to talk about and what I do want to, and that stuff might come up organically and sure, let's talk about it. Let's get it out on front street. Let's talk about it. But I more or less want to do relational stuff here. I want to talk and, you know, goof off. I want to be a a reprieve from the heaviness of our day-to-day instant news 24-7 in-your-face stuff. I want to be a reprieve from that. I want to be a relaxing, positive, um, you know, scrappy. Yeah, uh, I agree. Casual, confident. I agree. And there was no rhyme or reason to us taking a, you know, hiatus, if you will, from the podcast. There were multiple life factors that. Well, um, I want to talk about that too. Okay. Um, What I was getting at was though that it happened to be around that same time. All of that stuff was really front and center. And, um, like we we wouldn't have been able to turn on you know hit record and just talk about relationship shit without talking about what was really going on at that time, which um, is important but also isn't what our podcast is about. Yeah, well, I wasn't worried about that. Um, I've, I for me, it was I was burned out. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm saying we stopped for the reasons. It yeah, just yeah. Kind it's, of coincided. And then, you know, we'll get into the house stuff and that. But. Yeah. And I, I have, so I'm in recovery and I have some mentors and my favorite, my favorite point of view is this, where somebody comes up and there is right or wrong. And if philosophically there's no right or wrong, there's no good and bad. It's, you know, more or less, um, natural selection, battle of the fittest, if we want to really get deep down into it. But day-to-day, practically, I think there's right and wrong and there's good and bad. And so with that being said, I love it when uh, somebody with some wisdom hears one opinion. They go, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 that sounds good. Yeah, totally see what you're saying. Yeah, go forth into the world and venture into your point of view and uh, build from there. And then another person comes in and will say their opinion, which is contradictory to the previous opinion, to this person of wisdom. And the person of wisdom goes, huh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, move forth in this world and enjoy your point of view and build from there. That's what I like. Because it's hard, there's so much nuance and there's so much messiness of being a human that it's important to let us fall on our face and navigate 
this world as a messed up, fucked up um, individual. And um, I'm often thinking I'm right when I'm totally wrong and vice versa and everything in between that. So I want to enjoy that part of the world with this podcast and with you. And that's, that's really how I do enjoy our relationship, our day-to-day stuff. Oh, yeah, we do that on the daily. We're very open-minded. We get, we get um, hot on some opinions like anybody else. I certainly do. And um, I like my amazing Christmas gifts. But <laughs> you know, they're that's good. That's a very light topic. Solid. Yeah, it's very light. But You're right. we do, yeah, we disagree, and we just keep talking about it. We talk through it. And sometimes we agree to disagree towards the end, and sometimes we come around, and I think almost always we see the other's point of view, but feel fill in the blank. Yeah, I love jumping in other people's shoes. Empathy. Yeah. Kindness. It's hard to do if it takes practice. Well, yeah, it depends. Like if you're... Have it, you noticed some people just don't have that naturally in their bones? Well... I don't think it's it's like a it's like a learned skill. It's like a muscle you have to train. I I believe. Yeah. I, I think some people come into it naturally, sure. But um but when you're in an argument, there's like no room for that anyways. So you need to be distant from the thing to really look at things critically and look at them um uh from from a from a distant observation. And it's tough. Um, it's it's just tough to navigate. There's so many hot button issues out there, and they're really, really tough to navigate. Um, especially when there's no empathy or kindness, or somebody seeing, oh, it's okay to feel different. That's okay. Um, and that's how I want to be all the time. I want to. F- I want to. I want it to be okay to feel different about things. Mm-hmm. And um, how, by the way, how do you feel about um, going to bed angry at night? Oh, no deal. No deal. No deal. I think we've done that maybe. I can't even count on. I can count on one hand. Oh, can I talk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proceed to talk? Yes. I can count on one hand the amount of times we've gone to bed angry. Yeah, but I kind of like it when. Why? Oh, dude, to just, to just like. Yeah, you like it probably because I really don't like it. And if you're in the middle of a thing, you're like, well, you're gonna have to get a bit angry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't like it. Yeah, was, but it's just a twist a of the knife. <coughs> yeah, but I was is doing there a li- is there a little truth to that? No, uh-uh, I don't like it either. But I I am okay <laughs> with it happening. We have never done the like sleep on the couch thing. Right. We always go to bed in the same bed. That's like year... Angry or not. That's like year 15, 20 well, stuff. It's just not. Don't you just want to sleep in your bed? I don't know. I could see us like just sleeping in separate beds eventually. God, we don't like even separate have... separate rooms. We don't even have two beds here. Not right now. We're never going to. We don't have an extra room. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so yeah, we have two offices and a master bedroom. Because okay. we don't have any kids. <laughs> don't have kids. And may never have kids. Yeah. All right. So. I mean, if you want to, you better get on it quick. I know. I'm almost 40. 
I was talking about my eggs. <laughs> you can literally splooge into someone till you're like 60 and have a kid. I know, but then I'll be like 80 when they're 20 and somebody's 20. No, must thank you. Must be nice. <laughs> Don't you hate it when people say it must be nice? I do. I do hate that. I know. I hate condescending, judgmental quips. Must be nice. You know what else? Oh, you slept till nine today? Must be nice. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry I decided not to have kids. Oh, <laughs> I can sleep till <laughs> no. whenever I want. No, I mean, a sleep schedule is a sleep schedule, like, whether you have kids or not. Yeah. Right? Like, well, no. I'm pretty sure your kids are waking up at the ass crack of dawn, whether you like it or true. not. That's true. You got a point there. You got a point. So, okay. So, cultural, world, pandemic, all this stuff is happening. Sure. Things are crazy. It's starting, uh, things are starting to hit me harder. And um, I'm streaming. And then all of a sudden, I talk to a friend. And I come to you after that conversation. And I go, hey, I think we should sell the house. Yeah. Right? I don't know that it was that simple. but it. How did it go? It sounded I, I great when you said it sounded perfect pretty much like that it it's something we've talked about for years since we moved into the house you bought and um it's something we've toyed with and it's we've always said well we need to get our paperwork and our shit together to see what we could buy if we wanted to all that crap oh i know what happened so you called hang on a second (laughs) let's rewind (laughs) (laughs) you needed a space because you're working from home. Yeah, I was working at the living room table. Our living room was also our dining room, was basically our kitchen. Nine, basically 900 square foot house. 900 square foot house. Yeah. Kyle had an office because he works from home, and then we had our bedroom. But my office was half your closet. Well, the closet was the only closet in the house, and it was where I kept my clothes, yes. But the door was usually closed because you were you got super into streaming. Yeah. So well, that was your space. That was like I was streaming for like four hours, two days a week, mm-hmm. and the rest of the rest of it I was working on other client yeah. projects. Yeah. Yes. But even regardless of working from home, I was never had the house to myself because you work from home. I come home from work. You're there. You know. Uh, this is true. Yeah, we're there on the weekends. I it was really rare to have the house to myself. Also, I travel for work, so you'd have the house for sometimes a, almost a week to yeah, yourself. It was great. <laughs> I I would love that too. Uh, I never spent the night there once by myself. But um, once I think you've no, nope. no, 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 not once in five years. Not once. No, not one time. Can you? Did you stay the night anywhere else? You didn't stay the night by yourself one time. Did you ever once leave and stay anywhere else? Okay, I'll concede. You did not. <laughs> I did. I don't think I did. I think even the night when um, the record label threw that festival and you were gonna go and camp overnight, I was like, oh wow, I'm gonna have that house to myself. <laughs> I and came. You back. came home at like one in the morning. And you're like, yeah, I came home. I'm like, oh yeah. It's funny to think I used to own a record label. Yeah. That was a massive kind of failure. Still do. That was a massive financial and personal failure. I wouldn't put it into those exact words. Well, I just did, and <laughs> I'm okay with it. Okay. Because failure is good. We, I got to fall on my face. 
I, in fact, and it wasn't your fault. This, the last two months was constant fall on my face stuff. Yeah, we've got to get there too. We've got to get to that part. Okay, bring <laughs> us on in. <laughs> so, didn't have my own space in the house. Yeah, was working from home in the common space. Having conference calls all day long. Kyle's trying to work, also taking calls. Um, and then I was getting really into art. So I'd like clear all my work stuff out and then lay out all my art supplies, which there's nowhere to put them. Right. And I was just fantasizing about having my own space. I didn't care if it was like a little corner in the bedroom or like a shared office or just something that was felt private and felt like my own where I could shut a door and do my thing or play my own music or anything. I was just like fantasizing. So that was always the goal was to get a bigger house someday. And we always talked about it. It just so happens that like we were having a lot of conversations about space. I really needed it. I don't, I know that that was a me thing. You know, I really needed and wanted more. And, you know, we'll talk about fast forwarding to when we did, sell the house I really regretted feeling that greedy I I guess is the word um or needing more and not being happy with what we had but um it all worked out I'm glad I didn't I'm (laughs) glad I did want that (laughs) anyway it uh we had a lot of arguments a lot of discussions we almost broke up uh didn't we how what would you how close do you think we got if you were to, to go breaking up, if you were to go out of 10, one out of 10, where were we on that scale? I think the only time we got close to truly breaking up was over the cats, getting rid of the cats like a year or two ago. Can you believe that? No, I can't either. That we almost broke up over the cats, over, over cats. We don't want to get into that again, do we? I don't think we ever talked about it, did we? Yeah. Okay, sure. we did. All right. A lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also On the podcast, though? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And I also talked about it a lot with my therapist. I'm still, I'm still like, those, I know. Ca- those cats, it's been how many years? They're such little shitheads. They, they don't even hop on my lap. There's no, I well, walk into gotta, the room, they scatter. I know. You got to at least pick Sunny up once a day. Mm, you got to give him a cuddle every day until he gets used to it and wants cuddles. What if I can't get close enough you to can. pick him up? You can. You can't with Emma, though, because she's a little bitch. Emma's so fraidy, Fraids. She's such a little cunt. <laughs> she is a little cunt. She's the worst. But she's so beautiful, and isn't she, she? Yeah, and she gives all her love to me, and when I soak it in, I almost feel guilty. She get, she, she'll look at me, and I'll just be like, that's, that's the most prettiest cat I've ever seen. Aww. But I don't love it. And I want to throw it out the window. It? <laughs> Don't you call my cat it. Okay, so. <laughs> all right, so we decided to sell the house. Anyway, yeah. Well, that was a long discussion, too. Maybe let's just fly through, fly past that. We wanted to really save the house. There's a lot of details. We love the house. We want, I want, we were hoping to rent it out yes. and buy. But you have to have a rental agreement in hand in order to get, you know, like qualified to buy the next house. It's it's a real tight. To- you have to move out. A lot of tight tolerances to make that right. happen. Which we could have done. Felt like a lot of work. 
in hindsight, maybe we could have done it. But like uh, houses are really expensive right now. Yeah. So, so while we were looking for homes, um, well, okay. So let me talk about this because it's a it's a big part of our relationship. So I bought this house by myself because I didn't know where we were at and I didn't want to rent anymore. And I just said, fuck it. Yeah. I was about two years into dating and we almost broke up again over it. And it was really tough. It was so, so tough for both of us. But yeah, anyways, I own that. I own that last house and it was important to me to have a clean break from that house give you a huge chunk of money and then we can go in on this house together. And so you living there, all that sweat equity, paying rent and all that stuff came back tenfold for you. And now we are on even grounds and sharing this together. Mm -hmm. And it's, that was a really big, that was a really big deal for me to do to kind of, I think it was like another evolution of our relationship. It felt Mm -hmm. really important to me to do it. I know you wanted to do it and I feel like we're closer because of it. Yeah. We've experienced this thing together now, um, which I knew was possible. I think you did too. This like, finding and owning and buying a place together. But um, it didn't feel like that until we found the house. Okay, so there were some ups and downs. We're going to get into it, but I want to talk about a fuck yeah. Okay. Also, I want to be clear that when you said you gave me a big chunk of money, I'm not like rich now. We just, it went into this house. (laughs) Yeah, we put it into the house. (laughs) But it was a lot of money. Yeah, the market's crazy right now in Washington Um, and lots of other places. Okay, so I believe in, so I want to talk about a fuck yeah. Okay. All right, so the decision, I never thought twice about it, going, buying a home with you, buying a house with you. I never thought twice about it. Same here, didn't even, yeah. It was a fuck yes for me. Right. And like sometimes it comes down to a flip of the coin. (laughs) It's either a pass or a fuck yeah. Yeah. And this was a fuck yeah. This was a fuck yeah. And it felt good and it was the right move to do. And I counseled with a lot of friends and a lot of mentors. On whether to keep the house or sell the house? All of it. Go in with you. I talked about everything. And um, 10 out of 10 were, were on board with... Yeah. buying a home together and 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 going forward and everything. And I didn't need I didn't need that to validate my decision, but I just like to bounce everything off and I was mostly talking about, hey, what's it going to be like to to be a landlord and to possibly maybe rent still own the old house and rent it out. I I think there's I, I didn't mean to cut you off. You did though. Uh, you cut me off. Yeah, and I'll Pretty keep hard. going. Okay. Um <laughs> I think because we were so attached and in love with our house, it was our house that we totally fixed up. Yes. Remodeled. It would have been painful to watch someone else live in it and possibly ruin it versus maybe owning a house that you just buy 
as an investment to then rent out where you're not sentiment. There's no sentimental attachment. Yeah. I think that was part of it too. And I also looked at the money and the money just selling a house, clean break, having that money. And we were able to sell this house because I got in before people were privy to Everett, North Everett. Mm. People didn't really know when I bought that house, it was a true diamond in the rough. And five years later, everybody's moving in from Seattle pandemic had them moving in people started to get get that everett north everett is insanely beautiful and culturally amazing and has a cool music food uh all kinds art scene amazing it's got it all there it's like a mini ballard i didn't know either until we moved there yeah. I remember going to the house for the first time looking around like, I'm not sure. But then we were adamant to stay living there. And yeah. that was the plan. Yeah, we tried to we tried to buy a house in Everett. But, you know, the market is so crazy that houses are flying off the shelves, if you will. Our house sold in like two days. But none were popping up in North Everett. The market's completely batshit insane. It's so the everything's selling for uh, 5% over at minimum uh, asking price. And um, and there's a record low inventory, so there's no homes to buy. So people who are buying the house, it's like how renting used to be. It's like bid on top of bid and getting outbid. Right. And you don't know if you're going to get the house. It's a nightmare. Nightmare. So we went through that a lot too. And so the house sold well. Our old house sold well, but buying a house was a whole different monster, and it was really tough. And it was tough because we decided, because the market, you can't even do a contingent offer, so we couldn't just live in our house while we looked for a house. We we had to move out, and yeah. we lived above, where did we live, Kyle? We lived at my mom's house. Yes. We lived in the... Mother-in-law apartment above the garage, which we are yeah. really lucky that that exists and that they let us live there. Right, yeah. Like, holy shit. Lucky, because I don't know what people do, especially people with kids. Yeah. Like, where are they going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it was almost two I've heard. I've heard people have to live in their car in order to close a house oh and God. stuff. It's so gnarly. And even 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 knowing how lucky we were, though, it was still hard to live there. It's it's hard to not feel like you have a home base or oh, you know your own space. It was devastating for me. Yeah, it we was, immediately regretted selling our house. Yeah, I felt so unsettled, and so that's when the dark times started. So dark because we were <laughs> we were trying to buy the house, and we would get outbid and. We, they would say, no, okay, we don't know when another house is coming on the market. And to get a good house for a decent price is doesn't exist anymore. Everything's expensive, and we're not finding a house in North Everett. So Yeah, we looked everywhere. So we hit several, we hit several walls, huge earthquake arguments. Melt. We had a meltdown the yeah. week before meltdown. we found this house. Tears, cries, which felt really cathartic, really amazing. Right. Ultimately. It was pretty and, gnarly. And then we looked at this house that we're sitting in right now, if you're on YouTube. I hope you're watching because this is a party and we're in it. Hi. Um, so we found this house and we said, fuck it, let's go look at this house, I guess, whatever. 
Well, hang on a sec there. Okay. I want to say this is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to really land this plane. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to land this whole thing. But you have to say that that was on election day. Oh, do I? Is that important? What difference does that make? Because it was a huge, stressful, big day. Mm, Okay. I think for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. And we were at the end of our rope, and There's, there's like. So you got a 50-50 chance on election days. I don't know. It's been 50-50. Like the country's been divided for, I don't know, 10, 15 years now on every election. Right. Maybe longer. I don't know. I don't really know the history of it. But like it's either a really great, it's either going to be a really great day or the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Are you? And that's it. There's no in between for that. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough day. So anyways, we go and look at this house and we kind of walk around. And it starts to, s- to sink in how incredible this house is. And this house, we didn't have expectations because I texted him. I'm like, this has been up since the weekend. And I don't know. I think yeah. we should at least just go look at it. We're going to look at whatever. And we were at the end of our row. Have you noticed that you are talking in third person? I'm talking to you during this podcast. No. I didn't think you were noticing <laughs> that. Wait. I'm confused. <laughs> Maybe I'm talking in third person too. Anyways, so we come and look at this house. Yeah. And it sinks in. And did I throw you off? On yes. That? Okay, you want to talk now about I'm, it? Now I'm not sure what I'm doing. Well. I'm saying we and I and you. He, I'm not saying Kylie. Kylie and Kylie. You're not talking about yourself in the third person. You're talking as if you're talking to the audience about us. Instead of having a conversation. I'm talking to you listeners saying this is what we did instead of looking at you, Kyle, and say we went to this house. (laughs) Yeah, just talking. Okay. I think I'm doing the same thing too. But I think I'd like to get more like we're just talking. Yeah, intimate. So intimate. Yeah, intimate. You're staring into I my contact. eyes right now. Eye contact. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> Anyways, so we walk around this house. We start to really realize it's great. And here's the, here's here's where it starts to get really crazy. Is every single house on the market that's halfway decent, kind of shitty, honestly. If it's kind of okay, more or less shitty to great, those houses are gone in two days pending gone unless there's like you know a date like a what do you call it an offer date right you got to get in there and look at it day one it's gone in two three days max it's pending it's gone in 60 seconds i just watched that movie i know that was really cool what you did there i know you said with the you referenced the i know okay so uh, nick cage he was a thing back in the day it was a thing he got he he's like listening to Low Rider in that song, and he goes, "Let's ride oh. like that." In the movie, it's I've never so seen epic. It. Angelina Jolie's in it. She looks amazing with dreads, but she's in like five minutes of the movie, like maybe ten minutes of the whole movie. Oh, weird! They're like, let's just plug Angelina Jolie in here because she's a thing. More Angie. We need more Angie. So, um, and Eleanor, you know, Eleanor. You is that the talking. car? That's the car. Yeah. <laughs> the 1967. Eleanor is my grandma. So. Okay. So, all right. Eleanor. Yeah. Hang on a second. Eleanor is your grandma. Beatrice is 
Some great grandma. Some great grandma. Eleonora. So here's where this. on the floor. Use the cuspidora. What do you think it's for? What's that? Is that an old family? That's a Diddy? song that my grandma's mom used to sing to her. Because <laughs> there's something called the cuspidora. And you spit into it instead of spitting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. A cuspidora is like a spit can. Like a spittoon? Yeah, yeah. Like in the westerns? Where like, I guess so. I always imagined maybe it was a little smaller. Like a pocket cuspidora. You spit into something you have in your pocket? I'm realizing as I say it out loud, it's not. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't add up? It doesn't track. So it's probably the spittoon thing you said. Yeah, it might be a spittoon. Oh, cuspidora. Interesting. I would ask Google, but... We're recording a podcast. Hey, Google, what's a cuspidora? Hey, Google. Hey, Google, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I hear ya. <laughs> hey, Google, stop. She's going to fuck herself now. You really gotta, you really gotta cut her off. Yeah. All right, so here's where it really gets crazy. Yeah. These houses are gone. In 60 seconds. And <laughs> you really got to hit. Yeah. You, you really got to get in there. Yeah. And this house had already been on the market for six days. Yeah, six days. Before we even walked into it. So oh, and we couldn't get the key out of the thing. And we were about to turn around and go home. Yep. And I was like, hang on a sec. I did not drive out to Muckle Tio to not walk into this house. And I shimmied it on open. For those people who don't know, there's like this Bluetooth lockbox lock lock for real estate agents. And this one happened to be broken. Yeah. And I tried to get it. And I was like, let's just go home. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, yeah. You I was in a so ma- done. I was so done with all of it. I wanted, we, I wanted to just rent. Fuck it. Let's just go rent. Yeah. And uh, so Kylie got it open. Thank God. We got in here. It started to sink in. Said, okay, well, this is, I think this is the one. We were kind of like quietly walking around, soaking it in, and kind of like side glancing at each other. Like, is this a contender? And this is at the end of what was a giant, emotional, dark time roller coaster, nightmare hell ride. Three nights before, we had a huge fight, went on a walk at night, ended up splitting up on the walk in the dark and, like, separating for three hours. That's how bad it was. Yeah, we were really at each other's throats. It was really awful. All By the way, this whole time, I'm having, like, all new gastro uh, gastro problems. What, oh, yeah, your what's stomach's... What's GI, I guess? Why am IBS? I not... No, gastro and... Gastro, enterology. No, gastro. Gastro. Okay, (laughs) we're not getting it. We're not finding it. So... um, Gastritis. I think that's what I had. Okay. And and an ulcer. And anyways, everything's... Gastrology? It's like, I'm having diarrhea all the time. It's definitely not gastrology. Okay. Diarrhea was my new soulmate, apparently, (laughs) that I was forced into... uh, uh, an arranged marriage with diarrhea. Oof. And me and diarrhea, let me tell you something. We did not get along. Well, she was pretty attached to you, though. Yeah, it was crazy. She so, was a stage five clinger. She was a stage five. So is that Wedding Crashers? Uh, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so 
Where are we at? <laughs> Where are we at? We're walking around this goddamn house and wanting to buy it. Okay. We're in the house. We go, we'll put an offer. We couldn't get the offer in that night because... The system was down. The system, the servers were down for the program we were using. We end up getting in the next morning. Well, hang on. Did you sleep that night? No. No. I wasn't sleeping because a, really well at all. <laughs> true. <laughs> I didn't sleep because... We couldn't put the offer in, so someone could have slipped in there before us, which had already happened twice. Yeah. And so we're just waiting till morning, and also the election wasn't called, and it wasn't even close to being called. So all night long, I'm waking up, checking that, and then we're just, like, waiting to the crack of dawn to see if hopefully the server's back up. Yeah. So it was it was an early night. It was crazy. The next day, we decide to go 10 grand over. The asking. That's it, which is really low, you guys. Yeah, it's every every house that we came across went for minimum $25,000 over its asking price. Turns out some of the homes that we thought we had a chance for were going for seventy five to 100000 over asking price, and they, were, they weren't as cool or as nice as this home. And if we wanted to go hundred grand over, we would have to been looking at houses that, even though they weren't cheap, were kind of shitty. Yeah, so, okay, so we get the offer in on the seventh day, <laughs> and they accept it by noon. It, we, it was like two hours later. We got it. Couldn't believe it. And then it. all of a sudden, in my head and in my body, everything things just felt lighter. Life just felt better. Well, we had something, we had the thing that we wanted, we needed to look forward to. You know what it was? Hmm. It was hope. And yeah. possibilities. And uh, and I I went from being very unsettled to free in mm. a in a second. And then, you know, you gotta like from there you got it's about thirty to forty days to actually close the house, going through escrow escrow, having the finances go all the way up your ass and you know, hopefully everything's good to go. But we were on it, we were prepared and we got it done and it closed in three weeks i think oh yeah it was like, which is it was like 20 days it was so easy the team <laughs> the team that we we're working with were incredible so everything was just everything from that going to look at this house after kylie got the key figured out everything the stars started to align everything started to go our way which everything before that was going not our way and it was awful and then it just kind of clicked in and i go okay <laughs> This all right. This is this is more like it. <laughs> this a, feels better. It was an, a fantastic lesson in letting go, and acceptance. Yeah. Uh, you know, practicing that's very hard. Saying it's pretty easy and day to day shit is pretty easy, but on the big scale, when you're feeling homeless, it's yeah. not so easy. And, and by I, the, I realize people have you know, in way worse situations, but you yeah, know, it's all perspective. It is. And it's all context and, and everything. And I, during those dark times, I was really butting heads with a client, everything. Like it was a 180 from what the job used to be. And it was really tough. And so all of that was a perfect example of, since I can't change the situation, I have to change myself. And I had to go back to these basics that I hadn't, um, gotten into in a long time so it was like prayer meditation mm. um, journaling journaling and exercising and, and like eating really minimal well yeah eating squeaky clean but i had to do that like 
Oh, again, I was with. If you're watching the video, can you tell Kyle has lost like thirty pounds, twenty pounds, twenty five pounds, twenty five pounds? Yeah, feels good. Not necessarily by choice. It was a necessity. Yep. You couldn't keep food in your stomach. That's kind of how things go. I I change when it's the last beyond the last possible thing I could do. It's like yeah. this is the last ditch effort go a few years beyond that and then that when it when the pain gets so bad that I'm forced to change that's when I change <laughs> that's probably true for a lot of people yeah it's certainly I, true for me I think the the worst part about that whole stomach thing was we had our annual pie night with our friends which yes. we managed to do during the pandemic um I was like, what, a month or well, two ago? how we did it, and this is really interesting, and I think everybody should follow along, is um, we met in a group of more than 10 and <laughs> with no masks, and then we all French kissed each other for two hours. <laughs> well, and then after that, we shared forks for our pies. And yeah. that's how we got through that during the pandemic. That's not um, true, but... Uh, Did you need to point that out? Did you need to <laughs> yeah. point it out that it wasn't true, though? I mean, I want to, we were responsible. I just want to say we were responsible. But yeah. anyway, it was tough to do that because there were some, you know, we sit around and everyone brings a pie and you have to eat every pie mm -hmm. and then vote on your top three. And Kyle was just observing all the pie eating. I didn't eat the pies. Oh, man, there were some good pies. And he's just sitting over there like, eh, I'm good. I had some rice today. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so there's one, there's a couple of things I look forward to every year. And one of them most definitely is connecting with this group of friends and doing our annual pie off. And I went there and we were having a really not rough night. And I went there and I, we just started talking about what was going on with us. And we were met with such empathy and kindness and love from them. Yeah. And um, it's not like I didn't expect it from that friend group. We're just not, we just never had really dove in that close, you know, that close to um, vulnerability and honesty, I think. In that group, and that big of a group. Yeah, you're right. It and, and with, it was just... By the end of that night, I felt comforted and I felt okay. Yeah. And this is before the house stuff, before we even got. It was uh, like five days before. It, it, yeah, it was. Um, Good. It was wonderful. Very supportive. Everyone could kind of relate in one way or the other, and was yeah, you know, giving us hugs and just listening to us vent and and I don't know why I I think it's just. Um, all of this time being isolated from people and from family and um, not having that kind of interaction, maybe. Right. It just felt like really comforting. Well, I don't I know how else to say it. I think it's because I'm not, I didn't expect it because most people, not that I thought they would, I just think everybody tends to go into hyper solution mode and you know leave kindness and empathy out of it i'm talking about kindness and empathy it's it's obviously on the forefront of my mind I'm talking about it a lot but most people go into judgment and solution and fix it mode 
where um and that that stuff was happening but it was happening in such a way where it's good and i realized with that group of friends more than ever and i've realized it before but this one was really intense for me is that they are a positive uplifting yes and um uh and and encouraging group and i hadn't quite realized how amazing they are mm. And I already thought they were incredible, but that night I was like, wow, these people, and I'm, they're all your friends. I met them through you. And so throughout a relationship, I've gotten to know them, but I felt like they were friends of mine more than ever. And it was really awesome. Really oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to hear. And I wish we could hang out more, um, but now there's they're having 50 kids and we'll never <laughs> see them again. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> they can have kids and we can still see them. Did you need to acknowledge that? Did Am I not clear on the jokes tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I just have to talk. I have to say things. Okay. So we should probably wrap this up. Do you want to do a me like you know like you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Can I go pee? Yes. <laughs> I need to go pee. Are you going to keep the camera rolling? Yeah, everything's going to roll. So entertain, entertain them all. What? Entertain them. Oh my Do it. God. You know, Kyle, is the podcast running? Yeah. Oh. You know, every time I want to do a me likey, me no likey, Kyle says he's not ready. He's not prepared. And then I'm like, I know for sure you've at least got a couple handfuls of me know like he's just floating around in your head. Said one this morning. Said something he didn't like this morning. Use that. And I'm going to look at my phone right now because I write them down as I realize them. Some of them are serious and some of them are funny. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Why is it that me, me know likeies are so much easier than me likeies? Maybe it's because a lot of me likeies are really obvious. Or maybe it's because it's really easy to point out flaws in people. Why is that? So negative. Well, see, the, the other day I took, a, I took a video of Kyle peeing. <laughs> I really wanted to post it because I had him saying something while he was peeing and he didn't know I was recording him and I could just hear his responses really funny while he was peeing. And then he realized that I did it and deleted it. And um, I guess the moral of that story is you guys really don't want to open up your phone and see someone peeing, do you? How's it going in here? What are you, do <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, putting people to sleep. Is that a list? Don't look at my list. Okay. I just had up there, had a funny thought. I washed my hands and everything. Okay. Good. And sometimes I don't wash my hands. Okay. Because I because can't. you don't get pee on your hands. Yeah. Wait, but you're definitely touching your dick. Yeah, but that's clean. But here's the deal. And pee is Wait, sterile. Did you your know that? Dick is clean. Yeah, yeah. How do you know? It's as clean as my arms and and hands were. No, because your junk bunches up into your pants and you sweat there. And I don't mean you, Kyle. I mean you, people, everyone, we. So I asked my friend like 12 years ago and I go, hey, hey, hey pal, 
do you wash your hands after you go to the bathroom? And it took him a while. I don't know why, but it took him a while to think think on this one. Like maybe 10 seconds, which is kind of a long time. That's a long time. It's a long time. But he goes, not every time. <laughs> and I go, me too, dude. But then he goes, well, number two is definitely every time. And I go, oh, yeah, totally, totally. But sometimes I don't wash my hands after twos. We've talked about the wiping, though, of the twos. And I know that you're digging in, digging around in there. So I don't I, I don't dig around. I don't know if dig is the right. You're doing some verb. circular nope. motions. Nope. Mm. Okay. Let's okay. do me like you know, like okay. All right. But what were you about to say before? Uh, before I went to pee? You said you washed your hands and you had a funny thought in there. That was it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty funny. You know, it's it's winter time out there. Yeah. It's getting pretty chilly. Getting pretty nipply. Getting pretty Which I learned chilly. Came from the movie Scrooged. Pretty nipply? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Christmas vacation. Honey. Oh, Christmas vacation. Right, right, right. Chevy Chase. Thirty days of Christmas movies yeah. in thirty days. He goes. It is a bit cold. It is a bit. It is a nipple out there. It, a bit nipply out there. <laughs> he's he's always he always runs into a hot, super <laughs> hot chick. That was such a good fucking bit he did. Yeah. Oh, dude, Chevy Chase is like my favorite yeah. uh, comedic actor. He's so good at pratfalls, just like fumbling and bumbling. And yeah. Oh, he's the best. The best. Most of that movie is physical comedy. Yeah, I just think he's like one of the greats. Out there, but anyways, <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear that it's cold outside, but it's hot in your butt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still doing that, huh? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I can't not do it. It's the theme song to me, like you it's know, like not you. though. Do you want to explain what what me like you know like is? Oh yeah, so. We have a segment called Me Likey, Me No Likey, and it's a safe space for each of us to share something that we like that the other person does and something that we don't like that the other person does. So, Kyle, would you like to go first? No. No. Okay. I like to go dead last. I will go first. So I like to really bring it home, and I like to back clean up on this one. Mm-hmm. Just make it. Just you, like to, you like to outdo me. No. I just, you know, I got what I got. Okay. Well, here's something I me no likey. Okay. And you do it a lot. Oh, boy. Um, I don't remember you doing this before. Maybe it's just because we've settled into a relationship. But you do this thing where you say, were you going to blah, 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 blah? <laughs> yeah. You, it, it's like... Um, were you gonna, uh, were you gonna take out the garbage (laughs) or whatever it is? It's not usually the garbage because I've already done it. Um, but you'll say that as a suggestion of something that you want done. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Instead of (laughs) asking me to do it. Right. Instead of right. going, hey, would you mind going downstairs and turning all the lights off because it's time for bed? You'll be like, or are you going to take care of the lights downstairs? And so, like, my answer has to be yes. 
No, it doesn't. You can just say no. I'm going to try that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like a psychological thing for me to be like, yeah, did you want me? Did you want me to do that? Okay. Uh, Yeah, I can do that. (laughs) I don't know. It just drives me bonkers. Well, I also do. It's also also stuff I really don't want to do usually. (laughs) Okay. You caught me. Or it's something you were supposed to do. Hang on a second. Or it's something like you're definitely in charge of and you're like, hey, were you going to fold my laundry? (laughs) No, 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 no. I never asked you to do that. What are you talking about? Fold my laundry. That would be nice. Hold on a sec. It's usually something that you were planning to do or said you would do. Uh-huh, okay. And then didn't. And then you assume that it still needs to be done and I will do it. So you're like, hey, were you going to blah, blah, blah? It's like, God damn it, Kyle. I, you know, I'm not hearing any solid examples here. Well. But I do do this. And it's been on my list for a while. And but I, I do, I do, here's what I do do. <laughs> and okay. I do do this a lot. Okay. All right. So. I will say, and it's funny stuff, like, hey, did you mention something about getting some chocolate out of the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, but that's way cuter. I do that too, though. Like, that's a lot of them. That is what you do when you're jokingly doing it on purpose. So you're saying like... The it's one that I'm talking about is you don't even realize you're doing it. <laughs> no, I know what I'm doing. No, you do not. Wait, so this is out of like, it's because it sounds very judgmental. <laughs> Is it judgmental? It's passive aggressive. Passive aggressive, slightly manipulative, sounds like. Yeah, it's not in a joking manner. It's usually in like an uptight, like maybe we're already in a like a uh, mood Uh and you're like, were you going to do this? (laughs) Okay, yeah. Guilty as charged. It's like a shitty suggestion. Now, now, uh, Kylie, um, (laughs) what do you need me to do more of or stop doing where are we headed with thank this thank you for asking okay if you want me to do something just ask me to okay sure and i'd be more than happy to do anything as a favor to you i can work on that behavior that'd be fantastic now something that i mean likey okay and it's kind of like a very specific thing when it happened the other day i don't even know how to put it into a me likey phrase yeah. But the other day you made me breakfast and I was eating the toast and I got up to to put more butter on my toast. And um you said, Oh, did I not did I not put enough butter on there for you? And I was like, Yeah, I just like a little bit more butter. And you said, Okay, honey, I'll remember that for next time. Mm. And it struck me as such a simple example of being attentive to my needs in our relationship on like a, such a minor scale, putting butter on the, putting my level of butter on the toast Mm -hmm. that can be enlarged into just like huge things in our relationship where you could have said anything, but you were attentive to my needs without me even implying that I needed you to do it. You were like, I'll remember that for next time. Mm. And it, it took me about two days to realize that, and it almost brought me to tears. It's such a simple thing. Oh. So, me likey that you are so open-minded and attentive to my needs, just as a person. Hmm. Hmm. That was a good one. Hi, Salem. 
Um, okay, so let me dig right into the no likeies. Okay. Okay, after that beautiful, beautiful thing you just said there. And it's, you know, it, it warmed my heart. Yeah. It warmed my heart so much that I need to cut it with uh, some, some sass. No likeies. Okay. This one, it's a humdinger. Lay it on me, baby. This one's a real Susie Salamander. <laughs> okay. This one you're not going to like. Oh. Point it out to public. Because people are listening. Oh, what is it? Um, maybe maybe our parents are listening. That's This is going to be very embarrassing for them. I don't think this is the right way to go. Yeah. Hey. And by the way. Uh, hey, Kyle. I don't think. I don't know what you're about <laughs> you give to say. Give me the eyes. It's all on tape now. You know, you know, hey. you said to me no likey this morning that you can use. A real uh-huh. simple one. Remember? Is that camera recording? Yeah, we're recording. I hope not. Um, okay, so this one's a real humdinger. So, all right. By the way, if our parents are listening, you can just, you don't need to listen to the oh podcast. Oh, my God. What are you about to say? You don't know when we're going to talk about you or family. Just like, you know, you don't need to listen to the podcast. <sighs> this thing's never going to get popular. Don't worry about it. Although, I love our small, scrappy community. Just love it to, to pieces, to death. Me too. And I hope we grow. I hope we can come back from this hiatus. Anyways, I, here I'm it is. I'm on the edge of my seat. Are here. you on the edge of your seat? Because this is going to be a real son of a Get bitch. Get to it. All right. Me no likey. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so nervous. Well, the time you talked about picking my nose, I was so embarrassed. Yeah, that one's... Like, you don't even realize you pick your nose. Okay, god damn it. (laughs) What is the me no likey? All right, me no likey when you go, when you're going to the bathroom. (laughs) I'm sorry, let me rephrase. When you're on your way to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Okay. You say, yeah, I got to go take a leak. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. I've never said I'm going to go take a leak in my life. Hang on a second. I think you got so wound up, you're right into defensive mode. (laughs) And whatever I say, you won't believe. I think that's what's happening here. Do I say that? Yes. Why wouldn't I have brought it up? I have to take a leak? Yeah, I have to go take a leak. I'm going to have to pay attention next time I talk. I, you know, and that's why I I give you shit all the time because you're such a bro. And that's just a... (laughs) That's one of your bro moments. Mm. I gotta go. I gotta go take a leak. Mm. Yeah. Well, here's what I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Is yes. Um, it's just a fact. <laughs> okay. All right. Coming out of my mouth in a cooler way than saying, "I must use the restroom." Yeah. So. I. Do you need me to stop saying it? Here's my me likey. <laughs> Do you want me to stop saying? No, leak? I went. I went light on the no likey. Yeah. I went for. I went for laughs and gaffs. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something else. No gasps this time. Just gaffs and laughs. Okay. I'll go for gasps next time, and it's gonna be a. It's gonna be crazy. Okay. You're not gonna be prepared for it. Okay. But let me go with a me likey. Okay. All right. So. This this one is a big deal. It's like the biggest deal for me that I could possibly want or need in a relationship, and you've done it in spades. You've knocked it out of the park several times over, but more specifically, 
we just went through it in such a huge way. Now, we don't have kids, and we haven't been through the throes of, you know, kid stuff, which is way more heavy than this, but it is one of the most stressful things in life you can do, which is buying and selling a home. And there is so much more on top of that that happened. Um, my, um, my GI issues, um, IBS, major IBS, like, I'm, I'm, I wasn't kidding. It was, when I say this out loud, it was diarrhea all day long every day yep. for a month, for yeah. a month, and very uncomfortable stomach aches um, and all this stuff, stuff. And it has to do with stress, but it has to do with some very real stuff like ulcerative colitis and, you know, a, a whole laundry list of situations that I have. Um, thanks mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we went through some very dark times and I'm, and what I care about the most in a relationship and in particular in life with anyone, but to have it with you is so special to me and me likey the fact that you can walk through hell with me we can come out the other side yeah and um you don't shy away from a challenge and you're there to dig in and you're there to figure it out together and um and uh that's really a big deal to me and so that's what i likey about you oh that was a good one yeah. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. It's it ain't easy. Right. But like what else do we have each other for except for to be there for the other in the worst times? Yeah, totally. The person I love most, the your best friend, like you got to be there, man. Yeah. Got to go through some shit. Come out the other side, it's always going to be better. Yeah. And I've learned that with you. That was a good one. Well, this was nice, honey. I really enjoyed this podcast with yeah. you. We're back, baby. We are back. And this is a real joy and a real treat. And uh, please support us by telling a friend. That's the best thing you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Please tell a friend. Please enjoy life. Go out there. Be yourself. And go to our website and um, scroll to the bottom and ask us anything. It's anonymous. Um, we've gotten a couple questions and we'll answer them next time. So yeah. And we'll we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye everybody. Bye.